Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is living versus surviving. We're going to explore the difference between living and surviving. Most people assume these two words are the same and they're used interchangeably at times. However, they actually are opposites. Let's look at the definition of living. It is defined as having life, full of life, interest or vitality. The condition or action of maintaining life and in its natural state or place. Some people have no idea that just because individuals are biologically alive doesn't necessarily mean they are actively living. This statement may not make sense to these people because they are not thinking about living. They haven't been taught to live. In actuality, they have been conditioned or programmed to just survive. Unknowing to them, there's always the option to live. Yes, living is a choice that we have to actively choose every day of our existence on this planet. By default, this world is not conducive to living and having a natural life. This society is an artificial reality that has changed, distorted, and altered the concept of living. The artificial values or standards of living in this society are rooted in negativity, destruction, and in death. Human health and happiness are not the priority of a sadistic, capitalistic, chauvinistic, materialistic, and racist global elite who control the world government. These demented individuals operate corporations, organizations, and businesses to exploit humans as capital. Their goal is to use humans for profit monopolize all natural resources, and maintain global control. This mentality of oppression, enslavement, exploitation, and violence prevents people from truly experiencing the joy of living. We are forced into survival mode by default. This places us in the mindset of surviving and not living. Let's look at the definition of surviving. It's defined as someone who is still living even after the death of another or the end of a situation or event. To carry on despite hardships or trauma, still in existence and not extinct or destroyed. Based on this definition, Surviving is existing after encountering problems and tragic situations. We exist with the residual effects of these traumatic events, which may include serious emotional or mental problems that prevent us from being fully alive. Example, let's look at a situation from a child who is a victim of domestic violence. Now, this child is raised in a home where there's no stability, safety, security, happiness, or peace. Automatically, this child is going to be existing in a survival mode 
and will just be surviving the situation. This child may never know happiness and achieve proper development. The same problem can occur to other people who are existing in negative environments or conditions such as natural disasters, disease, poverty, war, violence, and oppression. Their natural instinct of self-preservation is activated and survival is the main goal. They enter the flight or fight mode in order to address this imminent threat to their existence. The problem becomes after resolving this perceived threat, they remain in a heightened alert state of anticipatory fear, waiting for another threat. They are always entertaining the negative possibilities instead of focusing on the positive. When people find themselves in bad situations or circumstance, their priority becomes just surviving to get out of it or get through it. Nothing else really matters during this time of trouble, sorrow, or suffering. It's very difficult or impossible to focus on the future or what's to come when surviving the moment takes up all your energy. The natural reaction of surviving in a sick or corrupted society is experiencing negative emotions such as anger, anxiety, worry, hate, sadness, depression, hopelessness, and powerlessness. This becomes a never-ending cycle and is perpetuated by man-made crisis and societal-induced stress. For example, a woman is sexually assaulted in her neighborhood and becomes paranoid about leaving her house because of fear of being attacked again. A person was evicted from their home. They managed to secure another place, but is uncertain of their financial ability to continue to pay the rent. A man was a victim of police brutality while driving, and now he's traumatized every time a police vehicle approaches him. There are thousands of examples of people trying to survive after dealing with a tragic situation, but never fully recovering or returning to a normal state. Being in a constant negative state of mind prevents us from living and experiencing the best of life. As part of surviving, many people have to develop negative coping mechanisms such as denial, repression, projection, or rationalization. They have to distort their perception of reality just to deal with it. If not, they will become crazy and unable to function in society. In other words, they won't be able to keep playing the games and accepting the lies. Other people develop addictions to be able to alter their perception of reality just to cope with their situations. Drugs, alcohol, food, sex, work, shopping, or gambling addictions. Some people get caught up in distractions in order to escape their painful reality. Entertainment, sports, pornography, video games, and social media. When people engage in these negative activities, they can't possibly be living a good life. 
These altered states prevent them from being in a natural state where they can be fully alive. As we look around us, it's obvious to see the pathetic existence of humanity as it is submerged in dilemmas, crisis, turmoil, confusion, suffering, and illusions. Yet, all is not hopeless. We always had, and will always have, a group of people who are always consciously aware of their choice to live life on their own terms. Yet, these independent thinkers exist without most people being aware that they're there. These people refuse to be controlled or bullied into submission. They know there's an alternative to this shallow, hedonistic, and superficial lifestyle that's being pushed on everyone. These individuals have identified the problems and are actively doing something to change it. They're not just dealing with the symptoms, but going to the source or the core of the issues. These individuals are questioning and challenging the way the global system is operating and what changes that need to be made to correct the wrongs. These individuals create organizations, groups, and businesses that are providing alternatives for healthy living. Their research, contributions, involvement, and advocacy have forced governments to change laws in order to improve living conditions. Their goal is the restoration of human rights, healthy environments, and natural living. Obviously, modern civilization is unsustainable and unrealistic. It cannot be maintained for too long because of the serious and deadly consequences that's coming out of it. We have genocides, pollution, violence, war, abuse, exploitation, oppression, and sickness. Everything on the planet is currently impacted by this artificial system. One of the main solutions is to go back to embracing natural living in order to be fully alive. This process of change will take time and it will gradually replace the old system that's not working. In the meantime, there are many things we can do to start living instead of just surviving. The first thing is the acknowledgement that the current state of life as it is on this planet is not really living. We must learn to distinguish the difference between living and surviving before we could implement any changes. Now let's discuss some of the factors that involve living. So if you want to be fully alive, let's find out what is it that you need to be doing to be fully alive. Having sovereignty to exist in a natural state. Having the freedom to live life on your own terms and accordance to natural law. Being able to live in a safe, stable, and secure environment. Being free from control, bondage, and abuse. Being connected to nature and coexisting peacefully in your community.
Being consciously present and self-aware. Having full control of your cognitive functions without any induced negative indoctrinations, traumatic programming, or adverse conditioning. Free from irrational and intrusive thoughts, limiting beliefs, or illogical thinking. Fully engage in the moment without living in the past or future. In other words, you have a mind of your own and are free to think for yourself without any interference. Having your own self-identity, knowing who and what you are as a unique human being, being aware of your spiritual connection, genetic inheritance, physical attributes, cultural heritage, historical legacy, and traditional customs. Knowing your worth and value as a human being. Not allowing anyone to define, categorize, or classify you according to their superficial standards in order to assign an imaginary value to you. Understanding that you are worthy and special as a human being and entitled to your human rights. Knowing how to love, having the capacity to fully love yourself without any limitations, restrictions, or hindrance. Knowing how to administer self-care, self-appreciation, self-respect, and self-empowerment. Knowing how to experience emotional intimacy, express feelings, and connect with others. Having the capacity to nurture, care, support, and love others. Being able to have healthy relationships. Having good morality, principles, and values. Adhering to natural laws and universal principles. Practicing self-preservation. Respecting all life. Honoring nature. Operating for the greater good of family, community, society, and humanity. Always seeking balance, peace, happiness, and harmony. Understanding the meaning of life, knowing that there's significant meaning to being alive and living is the opportunity to discover it. Explore the wonders of nature, learn valuable life lessons, accomplish your dreams and goals, acquire knowledge and experience different emotions. Having a sense of purpose, understanding your personal journey, discovering your interests, talents, gifts, abilities, hobbies, and skills, exploring your personality traits, cultural heritage, and family inheritance, assessing what you contributed to your family, friends, and community, and knowing that 
you can find your sense of purpose in what you do and who you are. Being able to grow, knowing human nature gives us the capacity and instinct for personal growth and development. It's our duty to take advantage of opportunities that will expand our awareness, consciousness, and understanding. We must allow ourselves to grow on different levels, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physical, physically, financially, socially, and culturally. Having the ability to adapt to change. Keeping in mind that change is inevitable and everything at some point will change. Being able to be open, flexible, and accepting of change. Understanding that change is a process and allowing it to unfold. Don't fight or resist change. It will only make matters worse. We should look forward to change and invite it. Using your imagination and creativity, being able to utilize our creativity and imagination to solve problems, create new ideas, make positive changes, and transform our lives. Develop positive institutions, programs, and resources to better humanity. Using our gifts and abilities to renovate old outdated systems that no longer serves the greater good. Find ways to become more efficient, effective, and reliable. Pursue your passion to enrich yourself and to have a positive impact on others. And don't give up on your dreams that can make a difference in the world. Identifying your priorities making the people in your life who you value and respect your most important priority. Making the things, ideas, or principles you value a top priority to be included in your everyday reality. Making it a priority to practice good work ethics, decision-making, and cultivating good habits. Experiencing happiness and contentment. Open yourself to engaging in the moment or being present to enjoy the here and now. Desire, attract, and plan to have positive experiences that are conducive to your happiness. Do not harbor any negative energy or perpetuate it. Don't entertain any negative thoughts or ideas. Stay focused on positivity and building. Resolve conflicts. Know when to compromise and negotiate. Let go of the need to be right. Don't try to change anyone but yourself. Have realistic expectations from yourself and others. Know when to let go and walk away. Practice respect, appreciation, reciprocity, and generosity. Make the best of every situation and know everything happens for a reason. Live 
and let live. Living is being proactive while surviving is being reactive. Proactive living involves the following factors. Taking full responsibility for your life, your mentality, thinking, perception, attitude, actions, response, and activities. Being in control of your mind, talents, abilities, time, resources, and creativity. Living on your own terms, condition, priorities, values, principles, and lifestyle that you want. Maintaining a positive mindset, outlook, and attitude. Taking the initiative to have the life you desire. The mentality you want, the lifestyle, the home, the relationship, job, health, or environment. Not blaming others, circumstances, or conditions for your problems. Anticipating problems and seeking to solve them without hesitation. Manage your calculated risks before making decisions or choices. Knowing the consequences of your actions help you prepare for the possible outcomes. Consider or explore all your options and alternatives before setting your goals. Creating strategic doable plans to achieve or accomplish your goals. Organize to-do lists, contacts, and resources needed to complete a project. Learning new skills, knowledge, and information to improve yourself. Building strong, healthy relationship with others, family, spouse, friends, lovers, co-workers, or neighbors. Proactive living is simply being more consciously aware of your life and how you're living to make sure you get the most out of it. On the other side, surviving is reactive. What is being reactive? Being reactive is the opposite of proactive. If you're reactive, you're not taking the initiative to take control of your life and you're giving your personal power to others. You're passively waiting for something to happen, then reacting to it. You're allowing the external environment, situation, or people to control your life. You're behaving impulsively without thinking of consequences. You're not taking responsibility for your mistakes or poor decisions. You're harboring negative emotions, attitudes, and mindsets that's going to keep you stagnant and prevent you from moving forward. You're wishing things or people will change without taking the necessary steps to change the situation. You're not taking preventative measures and just letting things deteriorate, then try to deal with it. 
Your actions or response are based on your feelings and not facts. Not able or willing to control your emotions. You always relying on luck and wishful thinking to make things happen instead of a concrete plan or suitable solution. You dwell on symptoms and not solution orientated. Now living is being optimistic while surviving is being pessimistic. Living optimistically, we plan, prepare, work forwards and expect the best out of life. We know life is what we make it and we have the power to shape our destiny. Surviving pessimistically is failing to plan and expecting the worst out of life while holding on to the few good times in between that we get lucky to experience. Living is what you choose to do with the life you're given. Survival is what happens to you when others dictate your life. Remember, it's your life and it's always your choice to live or survive. Sometimes we may not have control of what happens in our external world, but we are in full control of how we choose to respond to it and how we allow it to affect us. The decision is yours. You choose to live or you choose to survive. Either way, it's your responsibility to choose. Thank you.